0: DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're joined now by Guy Holiday, the former University of Utah receivers coach. Before that, BYU receivers coach. A lot of you have uh, rooted for him and his players and his teams over the years. Guy, good morning. Welcome back to the show. Good morning. How's it going? Uh, It's going okay for us. I guess we're curious about how it's going for you. Job changes are always hard, and you are suddenly going through one, at least suddenly to us. Maybe you saw it coming.
1: Uh, yeah, it's pretty sudden. and uh, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm not disappointed because that, I, you know me, I speak my mind. Um, you know, it's a situation where it's, it's been just a, a hard year as far as everybody thinks about COVID. But I go all the way back to having a, a receiver arrested and, and those things. And, you know, a lot of people, they, they – uh, get into the game for you know winning championships and all those things are important. But for me, it's about people. So when you when you go through that, you're going through it. Um, at least me, I can't throw away a a person, a young person. I, I just can't do it. And um, you know if if things come out for that person or any other person, and you know you feel for for the victims of um, who experienced it and. and you know, but you have to believe in in that person, and then you take that and you go through COVID. And then uh, for me, that was that was a it was a challenge. I um, I had uh, a couple positive tests here and there, um, but it really didn't come out to be anything. Uh, but it drained me, so I was I was drained. I was tired, and went through another player who, um, you know, decided to leave and come back and under. Uh, certain circumstances, and then obviously two players to the left. That was, one was really crushing to me, uh, as a person because I've known the family for, for so long. And, uh, so it was, um, you know, when him, when, uh, coach and I sat down, it was, I understood it. I believe me, I understood it because, you know, in this, this game, the ultimate deal is to, to win. Well, you know, I had a chance to go to the NFL last year to two different teams, and you know, I, I'm not a, I don't like the business side of this as far as when you deal with young people, and uh, and I think we're in a, a, um, a very interesting and tragic time as far as uh, college sports. You know, the open transfer policy, and you know, and uh, things like that. So now you have so many people involved with uh college athletes uh the people on the outside and and at at the end of the day, you know what um what it all comes down to, whether we like it or not, we want kids that want to win championships, but we recruit kids that want to get to the n f l so um you know based on that, your production is everything, and um you know these guys want to essentially be more productive and and I understand that and You know, um, both of them are going to have degrees and that's my job to get them here, get a degree and uh, and do the best I can for them. And I think I did that. But I I want to clear the air as far as I've always said, I speak for myself. I mean, the University of Utah, um, they've been good to me. Okay, so me leaving there and everybody, you know, needs to know that they're taking care of me. This is not that hey they kick no, they're doing some uh doing some things right by me, which I appreciate. I appreciate Mark Holland and um I I appreciate the opportunity that, that uh Wick gave me and uh we had a great relationship and still do. You know, it's just um you gotta make tough decisions and, and do tough things and some people say, well, oh it was his coaching or this or, and anybody that knows me. Measure me by my players. Don't measure me by what you think. And um, I got enough text. And this part makes me emotional because I got enough text, enough phone calls from former players and current players Uh, that told me I did the right thing. I did it right. And that's all that matters. What every fan thinks, no, I don't don't do this for fans. I don't do this for fanfare. Uh, I love my players. And at the end of the day, anybody that knows me knows that's the most important thing. And that's how I weigh it out. And so I did my job. And, um, man, I wanted to win a championship at Utah. Uh, you know, won't get that opportunity, but we there may be some things on the horizon uh, at the university, possibly. There are some other things that I'm looking at outside of the game. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, most people think that in today's college football, you have to be a certain age to have a certain amount of energy or, you know. But at the end of the day, man, it's about people. It's about people. And uh, I did the right thing by people. You know, the other thing that I'll add, I know, you know, this came about because of uh, – um I guess a tweet my son put out. And one, one thing I want everybody here to understand, I've been doing this, uh, for 27 years. I've been in this game since I was seven. Uh, so if you do the math, that's a long, for sure time. <laughs> that's, that's a half a century. So you raise your kids in this environment and, uh, you know, they see how hard you work at it. They see what you do. They know what you feel. And, um, you know i i um I don't say my son is uh i don't banish him for what he did he has a right to speak an opinion we're in a in a society right now where things are very separated and uh we fail to realize it we we just ignore it and um you know my one son i had uh uh two go to school here in Utah and one experience being stopped by the police on two, three different occasions and being handcuffed just because he was black. You know, not that he was doing anything wrong but just a routine stop and you know, that that takes its toll on a young person. And and we fail to realize it because we don't experience it. Um, you know, he has since removed because I told him to remove it, he's still my son. Uh, and uh, But I, I want everybody to know I have the utmost respect uh, for the outgoing president, Watkins. We had a lot of deep talks. I have the utmost respect for Mark Harlan, uh, for Whit. the University of Utah, period. I, I don't hold grudges. You know, that's not me. Um, you know, I'm going to, if I thought that I was leaving, people always ask, I just closed on another house here, uh, January, about 27th, so I had no idea. Um, and this is, um, you know, this is just the way things worked out and it's not, no one, I'm not going to be bitter. It's not about that. Um, it's more about me, uh, knowing that I did the right thing by players. And that's more important to me than winning a football game. And, and this day and time and athletics, that's not what's important. Uh, to, to some people, uh, you know, to the fans, it's about winning championships. Well, these kids have lives. And so that's why I stayed at, at Utah. I've had, you know, two different opportunities to leave. I'm a very loyal person. I could have went back east to a school, uh, where I grew up. And, um, and obviously I just mentioned the, the two opportunities last, last year, but it's, it's not about that for me. So what I want people to understand is don't hold it against a person because of their experiences, you know, and and I'm I'm speaking um, in reference to my family because that's my family, you know, and they're going to defend me regardless. And I wouldn't expect anything different because I'm going to defend them. And uh, that's how we do things as a family. And that's why it's called family.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, people are emotional, particularly in certain instances when it comes to family. I think, Coach, quite frankly, for me, I don't know that I'm in the position to evaluate you as a receivers coach. I don't really have any expertise on that. But going back to our time at BYU and then at Utah, if I evaluate you as a man, I give you the highest grade possible because I think that much of you, and you've proven that as far as that goes, and you've just done with this uh, answer that you've just given, you've again exemplified who you are, and that's that's the most important, as you say, and I agree with that 100%. As far as football – was it simply a lack of production from the receivers or did you get a specific reason why they needed to make a
1: change? No, and I, I don't think um I don't think that's that's it. Like I told you, I, I go back to more of the things that uh took a lot out of me. I mean, uh which adds up, which in the end will, will will add up. I mean, uh when I look at the guys that left, uh, in particular, I mean, health played such a huge part. In them, and um, you know, we we can all sit around and debate how much production was there. I mean, and I can go back to having been with players that had great production, whether it's a Darren Carrington or Tim Patrick. I think uh, you know we had guys two years ago catch thirty six, and and you know all that. So you have to operate within the offense, and 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 at the end of the day, you know it's it's still about winning. You know, the game is still about winning. But what we have developed in our society is a me attitude. And the most me position on the field, whether we like it or not, is the receiver. And uh, you see it in the NFL. You see it uh, now in college. I mean, I know of an instance where a high school player who was committed to a top power five school walking into his high school coach's office and said, I need to ball more. I'm transferring. You know, this is, this is what we are developing. And we're doing it because we um, we live in we live in a uh, a world a, a society in the United States where we reward athleticism and ignore character, and so these kids aren't being rewarded for the men that they are. They're being rewarded because of the athlete that they are, and there's a uh, there's a major issue. Uh, so for me, uh, and again. The most important part for me is the player, uh, the person. And then the player will thrive because of the person that he is. Um, I think we had some guys make some questionable decisions. And, uh, sure, that leads up to it because that's called, you know, you're responsible for your players both on and off the field. A lot of people don't understand that. They may say, well, that's not right. Well, that's what you signed up for. And at the University of Utah, it's – uh, it is a key component because of the the uh, the world we bring these kids into. You you have to realize, uh, and people, I don't want anybody from Salt Lake City or, or Utah or Utah County or anywhere else to be insulted by this, but this the state in which we live in is very unique. It is um, obviously heavily influenced by the LDS Church. Um, the government interaction with the church is evident and, um, which is fine because it creates a great atmosphere of family and those things. But you're bringing young people in, um, that's not, that's not their lifestyle. That's not how they lived. And then you want them to conform to, uh, a very idealistic lifestyle, that uh, many of them just can't uphold and uh, are criticized for it because they're just normal people. I mean, the things that I look at in this city, and I I love Salt Lake City. It's been one of the best places I live. In my opinion, it is a city of extremes. The uh, homelessness, the drug abuse is extreme. And on the other side, uh, the religious aspect of it and the righteousness can be extreme, and uh, so I think there's a middle ground there. I've always believed that. I respect any person, regardless of their race or, or religion. That's important to me. Uh, I worked at BYU. We all know that. And I didn't have a, a problem uh, speaking my point of view on what I thought was wrong or right, but yet adhering to um, the policy. And But I'm a grown, as my other son would say, I'm a grown-ass man. <laughs> you know, I, I can I can handle it, but you're bringing in young people who don't really understand the dynamics of it. And Then, when you intermingle young men with women who've been raised in that culture and not really understanding how that works, um, it's a challenge. It is a challenge. And uh, but you know, if anybody wants me to bash the universe, I and you get an opportunity. That's all you ask for. And uh, if there's another opportunity out there for me in coaching, and and uh, it happens for me, I'll be fortunate to have that opportunity. Uh, you know, I'm not. I don't want anybody to think the only thing that matters to me at the end of the day that I do right by my players. Uh, if people want to judge my coaching record and what I've done, look at the statistics. Look at the statistics of the players I've coached. Look at look at you know and um, what I did. Uh, in 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 Provo, I think that speaks for itself. And what I did coming into University of Utah, I think I think it speaks for itself everywhere I've been. I stand by my record. You know that doesn't matter, that doesn't mean that at some point you may have stayed somewhere too long because that's the business that's the nature of our business. Um, you know, and it just, all at, at the end of the day, what all this means is we want to win a championship. And at this point, I think you've gotten us as far as we can go. We need to make a change. That's all it is. Nothing more, nothing less. And and honestly, with where I was health-wise, it it wasn't a fight for me. Um, And recovering, uh, you know, mentally and those things, it wasn't wasn't something I wanted to sit there and argue and and present facts. It was, you know, uh, it's what... uh, coach at that time that when he made decisions felt that was right as his program and he had that right and I respect him for that because he also had the right to hire me and he did that and that was his his decision at that time so it's um man I, I love the university I love the state of Utah uh I've worked at the two major universities and I've had positive experiences at both
0: This question is uh, is really hard to answer, and, and I don't know that you can, but I think um, anyone who's been through this situation really wonders how it's going to impact the team. And when I was in college, uh, one of my really good friends from high school died between, it was a one-car car wreck, and he died in the summer between um, the freshman and sophomore years of school. And we were going to different schools, and that changed the relationship. But what happened with Ty Jordan was just so awful, so devastating. Some of the stuff we've seen on social media, you know, clearly the players are taking it really hard, as you would expect they would. And I'm curious because when you talk about the relationship you have with players, um, you know, what kind of impact is this going, having going forward? How is the coaching staff, which you've gotten to know really well, how have they been dealing with it? How can they deal with it going forward? Because people don't talk about it a lot. But, you know, talking to some Ute fans, even though they never individually met Ty, it had an impact on them, too. And I'm just wondering how you see—you've clearly been talking about that side of the business, the relationship side of the business. I'm just wondering how you see this working going forward, because um, it continues to be an enormous story and a tragic story here going forward.
1: Well, here's the reality of life. And um, most people— most people won't want to hear it. Um, you know, I was involved in, in Ty's recruitment, certainly from Dallas. I was in his home, um, and it hit me hard. I could only go to the viewing, and I left and went went back to Houston with my family. Um, at that time, I uh, couldn't even attend the services, but this is what I know. And you can either use things in two different ways. or I mean, it's really three. You can either ignore it, You can let it hurt you or bring you down, or you can let it motivate you. And I think the hardest thing that people don't realize is um, you will always have brief moments where things affect you. But overall, day to day, most people, it, it turns into the longer it goes, out of sight, out of mind. And there will be things that come up that remind you of it, that make you want to reflect on it, um, but you'll you'll push forward. I lost my mother as a freshman in college, and I found a way to use it, uh, or sophomore in college, to use it as motivation um, versus um, letting it hold me back to the point to the school that I was at. Um, at the end of going into my senior year, I um, – you know, went to find out how many credits that I have to graduate, and they told me what, it, and I knew how many credits I had, but not very many of them, unfortunately, went to graduation. I left there. Uh, after that, that season, I went and I finished my degree at Cheney University of Pennsylvania, and um, I'll always recognize that place because, in my opinion, um, the school I was at let me down, and that had a lot to do with my uh Relationships and and what I believe relationships should be. So, you know, I, I don't think it will affect the team as much as most people think. I think you you go about your pro you go about the process, you go about getting things done, and, and that and that you fully understand is just a part of the business and um, of life in general. And I mean, we live what what we can appreciate, and what we don't get is what our young people go home to when they leave here. We ignore that. We don't understand. And, um, you know, because if you're not from that world, it's really hard to grasp what that world could be, you know, and um, I'm not from the country. I never grew up on a farm. I never woke up at five in the morning to go feed the cattle or or do whatever is in a typical day of a young person that grows up. And being a rancher or a farmer, so I can't experience, I have no idea what that's like. No idea. But I did grow up in the inner city. I did grow up on the 12th floor of a project. I can tell you what that life is like. But um, don't look down on those lives when you haven't lived it, you haven't experienced it. Learn to appreciate it, learn more about it so you can help them to adapt and achieve. And that's, I think, what we have to do.
0: Well, guy, we know you've got to uh, we got to go. You got a plane to catch and all that. Uh, we appreciate your time. We've always appreciated talking to you, whether it was on the practice field, on the phone this summer. Had a great conversation. I really appreciated you coming on, and we appreciate you coming on now. We'll we'll follow wherever you go, and uh, best wishes and and hope for a lot of success for you down
1: the road. Well, I appreciate that. I will probably uh, we'll see what next year holds, but my intentions right now is to spend some time with a. Uh, with a family that hadn't seen me in 27 years. So, uh, maybe get, get back and, and really reconnect with what's important. And, uh, you know, you go, you go 27 years of raising other people's kids, you know, and so you need to spend some time with your own. And, uh, all of mine out, but we're on our way. Uh, I'm gonna be in Miami and I'm gonna enjoy, uh, Way things there. I don't want anybody to worry or feel bad for me or feel sorry. No, no, man. This, this is. Uh, if you know me, you know I have a plan. It all work out in the end, and uh, we'll see if that includes football. That may include uh, another phase of life. I'm not quite sure yet, but uh, I want uh, both people from both schools to understand that I was never a hater of either Uh, I'm a lover of both and I think they both serve a purpose and um, I just want to let people know I really appreciate everything that both universities have done for me and and, um, you know this last minute with the University of Utah hopefully it won't be my last in Utah Uh, time will tell and uh, we'll see but I really appreciate you all having me on and it's always a pleasure thank you
0: Thanks, Guy. Yep. Guy Holiday, former Utah wide receivers coach before that, the BYU receivers coach, and he's got nine schools on the resume over 30 years. And uh, reading between the lines there, PK, it sounds like a – well, I mean, separations are never completely amicable, but a fairly amicable separation. And uh, sounds like the U might be taking care of him in the future a little bit, just trying to read between the lines on the fly here. so. Take a year uh, off from football. He said that and sewer to an extent. Goes. Yeah, yeah. Take a year off from I football. Think you and got sewer somebody,
2: goes. somebody like him though, is determined not to be bitter. I think it's up to the person who's being canned like yeah. how they react to it. Yeah. And, and let, let me be the first to say, I would not act with the same degree of decorum <laughs> and class as he did and has and is.
0: The road wouldn't be quite as high for either one of us, would it? Be a little, a little lower.
2: Oh, probably. me? <laughs> I would take probably the lowest road possible. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
0: All right, well, we really appreciate Guy coming on because obviously not everyone would in that situation. We know a lot of you wanted to hear from him, and I think there were only like three questions from us. He knew what you wanted to hear, and he just took the ball and ran with it, which is, you know, yards after catch always the important thing for a receiver. So best wishes to Guy Holiday going forward, absolutely.